Um, tonight is kind of an unusual night in one sense, but we try every night to be led by the Holy Spirit. Um, that's our desire, and uh, I want you to know that's my desire. I don't presume upon any Saturday evening. I'm asking the Lord with others, what do you want to do, Lord, in our midst? What do you want to do uh, in this time that we have together, that it will be sanctified and, and holy in His eyes? And, and so as some of you know, we've come off the seven uh, different messages concerning the church it's in the book of Revelation, chapter 2 and 3. And we're going to be moving to something new next week. I want to encourage you to be looking at the book of 1 John, uh, for the Lord is going to lead us into the, in that way. But tonight, I felt the Lord would have us to really focus as we, chapter 3 ends, and then chapter 4 goes into this encounter with the throne room of God. And so tonight, we're going to be focusing on the throne. And what we're going to do is I want us to be, I'm going to lead out in a prayer. I want you to join with me in unity, praying for the specific main themes concerning each book, I mean each church of Revelation, that we would pray before our Father right now. That there's things that we need to turn from, that we will turn from them. Things that we need to believe for, as Brother Ryan led us for faith, in faith, to believe for that in our lives and in our midst. And then I'm going to be reading select passages from the Bible concerning the throne room. And so tonight's going to be unusual because I'm going to ask that all of us, in a moment, close our eyes. And I'm not going to preach a message per se. I'm going to be reading the Word. And the Lord has given all of us an imagination. He has given us this ability to picture things in our minds. I want us to ask for the Holy Spirit to just take control of our thoughts. And as I read these passages about the throne room of God, I want us to lift our eyes to that place tonight. And what we're going to do is I'm, I'm going to read some passages and then we're going to have an opportunity to worship. We're going to sing about the character of our God. Yes. And we're going to worship. And I want there to be freedom tonight. Freedom that we are able to, if you want to sit, you can sit. If you would like to stand, I, I really encourage you to stand at some point tonight in the presence of God. Encourage you if you want to lift up your hands. I encourage you tonight if you want to kneel. I would even ask with the amount of space that we've had here that you would have the freedom if you want to get prostrate before the Lord. We're here to seek the face of God. This isn't something that we're here just to have like a nice little service. We want to encounter the Lord tonight. Can I get an amen? amen. We as a church want all of this to be about Jesus and, and about our Father in Heaven. So I just want you to have the freedom to do that. We're going to sing some songs. I'm going to come back again. And I'm going to read some more passages concerning the throne of God. And then we'll finish with some more worship songs. But that, this whole time, I would encourage you just to maintain a focus on the throne of God. I don't, I want any of us, I'm speaking for myself included, I don't want to be the same after tonight. Amen. I want to see Him as He is, I want to encounter the Lord God, and I pray that you will want to do that together. 
So let's right now even now prepare our hearts where you are. And just begin to engage the Lord. And let's lift our spiritual gaze to Him right now and begin to enter His gaze with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. But also let's come with a heart, a corporate heart. As Jesus taught us to pray, He said, Our Father, who art in heaven. Let us come with that corporate identity right now. And let's come right now in a moment in the spirit of repentance that we would want to make sure that there's nothing hindering this time of seeking His face. And as we pray, I don't want us just to pray for us here tonight. Let us agree together for the Church of Charlotte and let us agree for the Church of America. Father, in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we come before you tonight. And Father, all eyes are upon you. And Lord, you've been with us over these weeks. You have heard our hearts as we have opened up your word and as we have read the revelation, Lord Jesus, that you spoke over the different churches. And that you speak over the churches today. And so Lord, we pray in unity together tonight. Even as you spoke to the church of Ephesus, Lord, we repent if there is anything that has taken away from our first love for you. Tonight, Lord, we come on behalf not only of ourselves, but also the church of Charlotte and the church of America. And Lord, we repent as a church. We identify, even as Daniel identified with his people Israel. So we also identify with the Church of America. And we ask your forgiveness, Lord, for doing good works. But Lord, in any way, neglecting our first love with you. We repent tonight in Jesus' name. We want Jesus to be the, 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 the chief recipient of our affections. Lord, that there will be nothing that would gain our emotional desire and zeal more than our love for Jesus. Not sports, not entertainment, not anything. We cast down these idols in Jesus' name. And we pray that Jesus Christ would receive the glory that's due His name in the church. Father, tonight we also ask Your forgiveness if there has been any fear of man, even as You spoke to the church of Smyrna. We pray, Lord God, that we would be also faithful unto death. We pray, Lord God, for that for the Church of America and the Church of Charlotte as well. You said to Jeremiah, how can you expect to run with horses if you've not even run, can keep up with the foot soldiers? So, Lord, tonight we pray that there will be no fear in any of our hearts. For if persecution should come in, in a greater measure, Lord God, let, let it be known that if we're not faithful with what we have now, how can we be faithful with more? Lord, let the Church of America be willing to suffer for your namesake. For you said all that are godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Yes. We pray tonight, Lord God, there be no fear of man in our hearts. We repent on behalf of the Church of Charlotte and the Church of America for trying to conform to the image of this world so that we would not receive persecution. We pray, Lord God, that we would be willing to be called out, even as you, Jesus, said in John 7, 
You said that the world does not hate you, but it hates me because I testify that the works that it does are evil. Jesus, how can we expect to escape persecution if you yourself did not? When you were perfectly good and perfectly love, but you were also perfectly holy. So Lord, let us come and be set apart. Let us be willing to endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Let us not get entangled in everyday affairs, but let us only, always seek to please our enlisting officer. Oh Lord, tonight we repent of anything that we've embraced as, as a church of Pergamos was rebuked for false doctrine. We also pray, God, for the purity of your word to be preached in the fullness of its counsel. There will be no excusing of sin, no hyper-grace, God. Nothing, Lord, of legalism, but a whole counsel of you, God, worshiping you in spirit and in truth. And, Lord God, worshiping you in the beauty of holiness. Embracing the fullness and the knowledge of the grace of God. This grace that enables us to walk in freedom and teaches us to live upright and godly in the midst of a perverse and crooked generation. Thank you, Lord, for returning us to the truth and the foundations of your word. We pray tonight, God, repenting of anything that has been allowed, as Thyatira, Lord, allowed a Jezebelic spirit in its midst. We don't tolerate Jezebel in Jesus' name. We reject it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray, Lord, that the church of America, the church of Charlotte, also would reject the influences of Jezebel in Jesus' name. We pray, God, that all sexual sin will be repented of. And that, God, that their people would be holy. For you've called us to be a people that knows how to control ourselves. To walk in self-control. And, Lord God, to be aware that as a man thinks, as a woman thinks in their heart, that's who they are. It doesn't begin, Lord, with our actions. It begins with our thoughts. Lord, let it be that your church repents of anything that they're gazing upon that is unholy in your eyes. And, Lord, let them gaze upon you. We ask this together and we repent of this as a church in Jesus' mighty name. God, we ask also in repentance as you re- rebuke the church of Sardis for being dead. And you, Lord God, call them to recognize the spirit of the living God who is known as the seven spirits of God. We pray, Lord, also that we as well would turn from anything of our own strength and, the, and our own ingenuity, our own ability. And we would trust and we would depend on the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask your forgiveness for any ways that we have not honored you as we ought to. And we ask on behalf of ourselves and the Church of Charlotte and the Church of America that you, Holy Spirit, would have your way. And that you would be able to move in our midst and do what you desire to do. You would not be quenched. You would not be grieved. But you would be embraced and your fire would burn in our hearts. And that you would be free to bestow the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we would edify the body as we ought to. And that Holy Spirit, we know, as you said in John 16, that the the chief thing that you have come to do is to glorify Jesus. Not about a celebrity pastor or a celebrity ministry, but let Jesus Christ be glorified. Let Him always be talked about in front and center in all that's done. We cry out tonight that you would not be grieved anymore, Holy Spirit, but you would be free and pleased to do what you desire to do. And that Jesus would only be the one that's boasted about. Lord, we ask tonight, we repent of any lack of faithfulness. And we pray as you commended the church of Philadelphia, that we as well would be a faithful body. In the name of Jesus. We ask, O God, that as you said to the church of Laodicea, we ask for forgiveness of any pride. We renounce that pride right now. In the name of Jesus. And pray, God, that we would rebuke and turn from any self-dependence. And that we would truly be spirit dependent. 
We would lack, Lord, this immaturity that is afraid to walk through trials and tribulation. But we would understand, Lord, that testing is a means of bringing forth our faith that will be like gold before you. That it would result in praise and glory and honor at your appearance. Lord, tonight we pray, make us, your body, a mature people. May the Church of America grow up in your eyes, O God. May us, Lord God, begin to declare and talk more about the things of eternity than the things of materialism. Let us, Lord God, be found faithful to invest in the nations to see the gospel spread. If we're not called to go, Lord, we know we are called to send. So tonight, Lord, we just ask you to sanctify our minds. Sanctify the imaginations of our hearts. We want to see you as you are. So right now we read your words. Exodus 24. Then Moses went up, also Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel. And there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone. It's blue. And it was like the very heavens in its clarity. Ezekiel chapter 1. Then I looked and behold a whirlwind was coming out of the north. A great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself. And brightness was all around it. And radiating out, radiating out of it its midst like the color of amber. That is like a honey yellow. Out of the midst of the fire. Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Each one had four faces and each one had four wings. Their legs were straight and the soles of their feet were like the soles of a calf's feet. They sparkled like the color of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides. And each of the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, each one had the face of a man. Each of the four had the face of a lion on the right side. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side. And each of the four had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces. Their wings stretched upward, two wings, each one touched one another, and two covered their bodies. And each one went straight forward. They went wherever the Spirit wanted to go, and they did not turn when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches going back and forth among the living creatures. The fire was bright, and out of the fire went lightning. And the living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. The likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. And under the firmament, their wings spread out straight, one toward another. Each one had two which covered one side, and each one had two which covered the other side of the body. When they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of many waters, like the voice of the Almighty, a 
tumult, like this noise of an army. And when they stood still, they let down their wings. A voice came from above the firmament that was over their heads. Whenever they stood, they let down their wings. And above the firmament, above over their heads, was like the likeness of a throne. In the appearance like a sapphire stone. Blue, radiating. On the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward I saw, as it were, the color of amber. With the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. So was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when I saw it, I fell on my face, and I heard the voice of one speaking. Daniel chapter 7. I watched till thrones were put in place, and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow. And the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame. Its wheels a burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened. Isaiah chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it, and he said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Finally, Revelation After these things I looked up, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven. And one sat on the throne, and he who sat there was like a jasper and like a sardius stone, both of those which are red. like a jasper and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, in appearance like an emerald. 
And around the throne were 24 thrones. In the thrones, I saw 24 elders sitting, clothed in white robes. And they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne, around the throne, were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf, the third living creature the face of a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they did not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before Him, who sits on the throne and worship Him lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying you are worthy O Lord to receive glory and honor and power for you have created all things and by your will they exist and were created
And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and a golden, golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as were in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to Him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. Chapter 7, after these things I looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number. Of all nations, tribes and peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes. With palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Revelation 21, but I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are in its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light, and the nations of, of those who are saved shall walk in its light. And the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day, there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall be no means be found entering in anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie. But only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Revelation 22. And he showed me a pure river of water of life. Clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its streets, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. 
The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face. And his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And behold, Jesus says, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outsider, dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come! And let him who, who hears say, Come! And let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely.
Lord, we love to be able to, to be doing this on earth, that we, how we long for the day when we get to do it in your presence face to face. We can hardly wait. God, until that time, Lord, find us faithful to declare your name and your glory to the nations. We are here for such a time as this. Lord, that others would know how awesome you are, how beautiful you are, how wonderful you are, how powerful you are. God, we want many, many others to know what we know here tonight. Lord, even if there's someone here tonight that doesn't know this for sure, I pray they would not leave here until they know what it means to be born again and to have assurance that if they would die tonight, they will be welcomed into your everlasting arms. Let tonight, even today, be the day of salvation for anyone here who does not know you. But Lord, we pray for each and the rest of us who do, Lord, who know that our names are written in the book of life, the Lamb's book of life, that, Lord, we will be found faithful to be your witnesses and God to declare your praise in the earth, not just here in the assembly, but, Lord, out in the world and on the streets. We give you glory, Lord. Tonight has been such a blessing to be together in unity and to praise you with one voice. It's been so beautiful to be with you tonight, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we pray you would continue to take us deeper in this place, Lord. Take us deeper with you. Take us deeper with each other in fellowship. Lord, as we look to, by your grace, this coming week, we pray, Lord, that we would be able to see your glory and that we would have, Lord, a fresh testimony of what you're doing through our lives. Yes. Fathers, we come back, if it's, if it's your will, for you said, Lord, that we are not to, to say with certainty we're gonna do this or whatever tomorrow, because Lord, we don't know what, a tomorrow, what tomorrow will bring. But Lord, if it's your will that we come back together next week, I pray, we pray together, Lord, let us go into deep, a deeper place of fellowship, of communion with you and with each other as we look at the, the book of 1 John together. We give you glory, God. We praise you. Let your love abound in our hearts one to another. Let us, Lord God, bless one another in this place. Bless the marriages that are here. Bless the children that are represented here. Bless the grandchildren that are represented here, God. We pray, Father, for, Lord, more of your powerful love to flow through us to one another. That, God, we would display to the world what you came for, Jesus. That the world would know we are truly your disciples because of the way we love one another. We thank you, Lord, for baptizing our hearts with this love. Let it abound even more. Let us know even more the height and the depth and the breadth and the length of this love that surpasses knowledge. That we might be filled with the fullness of God. That we might, Lord God, display to the world a love that even loves its enemies. Hallelujah. That even blesses those who curse us. That even does good to those who hate us. That even prays for those who despitefully use us and persecute us. For Lord, you said even the most wicked of sinners can love those who love them back. What reward do they have? But when we love those who do not love us back, when we love our enemies, we display that we are truly sons and daughters of the Most High God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us this supernatural love. We bless you, Lord, and we bless one another. 
in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. We pray this in your name, Jesus. And the church says...